Hi, my name is Tom Alston. I'm the founder and CEO of Aeromarine Tax Professionals. Here on the Winning Pitch Broadcast, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'll be sharing the ins and outs of business management, improving your sales skills, building personal and professional wealth, and balancing it all with your personal and family life, excluding the part about balancing it with your personal life. Don't expect a filter because we're about to wrestle some feathers. Have fun. Welcome to this edition of my Winning Pitch broadcast. I want to have one of my best friends, Anna Cortez, the most famous person on the planet. And she's going to tell you her story. And our, our hope is that it motivate, motivates you to rise to her level of success. So, Anna, it's all yours. Thank you very much, Tom. It's a pleasure of myself to be here. I uh, I'm very excited because I'm going to be practicing my English too. So that's a very good thing. Well, I have to start saying that I'm Mexican. Uh, I, I was born in Tampico, which is on the north of Mexico. I'm not Colombian. I'm not from an island. I'm Mexican. And I was born in this uh, family. Uh, my father was 19. My mother was 17. So it was kind of a rough uh, timing for them to have me. However, they decided um, that I was uh, I was going to be born. And uh, I start this way because sometimes people think that um, in some part of life, for some people, things start to get hard. But for me, it was kind of just since I was born, you know, since the first time. So I grew up in Tampico with my family till my parents split up. Then we moved to live to another city, a very small city with my grandparents. And I wasn't happy in that city. It was too small for me. Even when I was 14, 15, I was like, man, I'm going to die here. I'm just going to have one boyfriend, marry this guy. And, you know, I'm not going to know the world. So I, I need to get out. So when I was 17, I left home and went to Monterey, a very big city in the north of Mexico, got a job, went through college, working all the time. And then when I was, uh, when I was 23, I got pregnant. Same story as my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks God. I was like five, five years uh, older than her. No, six years older than her. So I got my first boy and then one year later, I'm having my second girl. And this is where my real story started. Um, One week later uh, that my second daughter was born and my first husband, she left. So I was with my first boy, one year old and my my daughter, one week old and me being 25 with two little kids. And my mother was a very Mexican mother. She is. She was like, oh, sweetheart, you were the one who opens your legs. So you're the one taking care of your kids. So don't expect any support from me. Don't expect any day me taking care of your kids or even asking you if you have for milk, diapers or anything like that. So, (laughs) and I appreciate that now because she really pushed me to find how big I was. And because of that, I was an employee back then. And because of that, I realized that being an employee, it was not going to be a, a, a good formula for me for success. So that's when I started selling things. And I started selling things, selling the most unbelievable things. So that was when the, 
the mobile the mobile sales started started going out you know everybody in mexico wanted a mobile so i started selling that then i started selling underwear and anything that it was in front of me that i was capable to sell i will sell it so that's when i decided that being an employee it was not going to be enough and that i needed to start my own business plus there was no boss that will support me you know or stand me or or just uh, uh hold me back because I was so motivated and so pushy and you know I will be on top of my boss saying we should do this we should do that so I will you know my bosses they will they, they were just happy when I left you know so <laughs> I started my own business when I was 25 uh, back then I was making $400 a month and I was living in Murray with my two kids. And I always tell this to the, to the women that when they when they find this, themselves alone with kids, I always tell them there was there were some people that their story makes them feel or they they give this uh, meaning to the story, to their story, a heavy story, you know, a heavy meaning. Meaning for me, it was like I need to be successful because my kids. So I remember myself waking up at 4.30 in the morning, walking at 5.15 with my kids at two Celsius degrees, raining, no car, you know, pushing the, the stroll with my two babies, going to a daycare. I found a daycare that they were so nice to take my kids at uh, quarter to six because I needed to go to my my job, which started at at 7 a.m., but it was one hour from my home. So I needed to leave at 6, get there on time because it, it was 7.01. It was already, you know, a bad thing. Three times of that, being late, and I was, you know, gone. So I couldn't afford that for my kids. And so I remember doing that, rainy days, you know, cold days, hot days. And uh, I remember repeating to myself, I need, I need to to have my own business. I need to start my own business. I can't. And it wasn't for me. It wasn't because I didn't want to, to walk at that, you know, at that hours with my kids. It was because I didn't want to take out my kids in the middle of the raining, you know, and the weather. So um, that's when I started my first business. I was 25 and I used to sell software for uh, maquiladoras, which in Mexico, the maquiladoras, you know, it's uh, that all the companies that, produce all the parts for the American companies. So I used to, I used, uh -huh, I used to do um, consulting, international consulting for them, for the Mexican law to help them how to, you know, go through that. Now you can ask me, what did I know about it? Nothing. So <laughs> every, every meeting I was there sitting and they will ask me something, but you know what? And I always said this to the people, I was so clear and transparent. And I know, I think that you know me. And since then I was like that. So anything that they will ask me, I will say, do you know what? I don't know that, but give me 30 minutes after I leave this meeting and I will find information for you. So I never said, oh yes, no, I know I have all the experience. Never. I actually, I always said, you know what? I just need to get this done. I will do anything I need to do to help you. And they, and if there is any answer, I don't have it with me, I will find it for you. And that's what I did. So um, coming from a job that I was making $400 a month, six months later, I was making $25,000 a month. And for me, can you imagine $25,000 a month in Mexico? 
It was like, <laughs> holy cow, you know, I made it. So I, and you, were, I started, and you were 25 at this time, right? I was 25. Wow. I was 25. You must, and have, you must it, have thought you died and went to heaven. Yes. Yes. Um, I started having a very good life. I, I was able to give a good life to my kids. Then I got married the second time because I'm a woman of faith. I believe in men. So I found another another person and he was he was uh, and he hasn't died, but he was. He was a Chinese American. So uh, we got married and and he came to live to Monterey in Mexico. And I understand that for him, it was hard to live in Mexico because the American lifestyle. So one day, four years later, one day he said, you know what? I can't stand living anymore in Mexico. We need to move back to the United States and we need to move to Phoenix. Um, for me, it was very hard back in during that time. Back then, I already had... 25 people working for me and I was making half a million dollars a month. And for me, it was so hard to understand because you were like, you can find a job in any freaking place in the world, but starting a business and making it be successful. is not something I'm going to be doing, you know, from one day to another one, when I go to another city, other, another country, um, understand the law, understand how things work there. But I wanted to be a good wife. You know, after one thing that happened, you know, the, the first marriage, it didn't work out. So the second time I, I was like, okay, you know, I, I need to be a good wife. My mom says that if I behave good with my husband, things are going to work out and I'm going to be finding, um, you know, happiness for myself. So, um, yes, I moved to Phoenix and I can tell you that six months later, I put on at least almost 18 kilograms yeah 37 40 pounds yes because I was depressed being only at home and not you know not feeling that I was productive what happened to your business during those few months that you're I I tried to sell it um and I wasn't successful I think inside of me I didn't want to. I think that's the truth. Yeah, it is. It is the truth. I didn't want to, so I kept as many clients as I was able or capable to 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 take care of them, and that lasted maybe six months, and then it died completely. Died, and by by the time when I started figuring out the business was going to die, I started being very very depressive and 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 not finding my place. In, in United States. Now, this is the this is the thing. Do you know how the situation is, is for immigrants in the United States and how many people want to move to the United States? I don't care about living in the United States. I'm a happy I agree. woman. Everywhere. You know what I mean? I can make millions anywhere I go. So for me, being in the United States it wasn't something that motivated me to 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 you know what I mean? Because for me it was like I just want to be entrepreneur. I just want to. I just want to do my thing. Now, being married to a Chinese guy, very strict, very square. I was a pain in the ass for him. You know, being so free soul and wanting to invest and wanting to travel and wanting to get trained. Every time I, I wanted to to go to training, he will go like, why do you want to pay these people just to wash your head? You know, to, your brain is stupid. Just throwing your money to the toilet and blah, blah, blah. Why did you don't save it? Because they are very safe, 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 safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
to don't make the story long, we lasted together 10 years. Really? Uh, yes. That's about nine years longer than I would have thought, but go ahead. When? So, <laughs> but you know what, what was a good thing about moving to, to Phoenix is that um, I started a movement with women, the immigrants. I wanted to teach them how to manage their money because it was, it will break my heart to see how this woman crossed the desert, you know, the, the Arizona and, and the heat and then being working there and not knowing what to do with their money. The, not, you know what I mean? I always say they, they moved from Mexico to United States, but they didn't move their mindset. Yep. So it was just people making more money with poor decisions. And so I started this movement and that really fired me up. And I started, you know, doing things. And that's how I ended up sitting in the same table with Robert Kiyosaki. And I was part of his team for nine years, starting in 2007 to, to, to 2016. I got, yeah, I got the math. Yes, exactly. And uh, so in 2010, I moved back to Mexico when I broke out with my ex-husband, my second win. Eh, take you know, take your notes about, about how many I have. And uh, so we broke up. And one of the things I decided was that I wanted to go back to Mexico. And that was another hard decision because everyone around myself will say, what? Are you freaking kidding me? You want to go back to Mexico when you are American citizen, your kids are American citizens. You know how many Mexicans want to stay here and you want to go back to your country? But for me, it was like with all the knowledge that I have now, if I can make one percent of the people in Mexico to listen to me yeah I can make change in my country yep. so I I went back I went back and it, it, it makes me it makes me feel very very powerful and very proud of myself because it's been now 10 years since since I moved down here and I moved down to Mexico I crossed the border in Laredo with my four kids because I now I had four because I'm very productive so <laughs> <laughs> so I had four kids now and we crossed the border only with $10,000 in my pocket. One luggage, each of us, no home, no business, no nothing. And I decided I wanted to go and live in, in Mexico City because I didn't want to go back to any of the cities where we used to live. So people will start asking me, where is the Chino? What is the Chino? What is the Chinese? What is the... Oh my God, no, I didn't want that. So I just moved to Mexico City to get lost there and, and rented this house in a beautiful place with a lot of flowers and empty house and at least for four months my kids and me we slept in the floor with one blanket one pillow and every every coin that will make it will go to my company to build my company and it was that way for almost two years of course I bought a, a bed and everything you know I started buying things little by little but I remember my mother coming into my home, Tom, and saying, you know, you don't have even a chair for me to sit. You know, how do you, how do you call this place home? And I will say, mom, if you have an extra chair at home, bring it. And if you don't have it, don't come. That's all right with me. You know, when I have my own chair, I will call you and you can come to visit me. You know, I don't need that right now. So it lasted two years till I, I was ready and open to say, okay, now I have the company I want, 
with the money I want, I will go and buy anything I want for my home. So in two years, you're in Mexico City and you're gradually buying furniture. What kind of volume per month was your company doing during that? Well, one, I started with, with real estate because that was one of the things that I used to teach with Robert. Mm-hmm. I traveled all around the United States teaching uh, real estate for him. And when I came down to Mexico, that was the first thing I started teaching. Only that, that, um, um, that business, that line of my business, mm-hmm. uh, it was giving me $60,000 free, um, totally, um, how do you say, tax-free? I don't know okay. how to say it, um, um, per month. So I was back where I wanted to be. You know, Perfect. I was back where I wanted to I be. I am so yeah. proud of you. You're the most amazing person I know. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you. I'm very, you know what? I'm very committed with, with teaching my people. We always think that other places are better than our place till the moment that you commit to make your place better. Yeah. And then there is no other place better than your place. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I'm, I'm very committed with that. Very, very committed to teach my people that, that they can be here in Mexico. Mexico has so many opportunities because they really have nothing. So we need everything. You know what I mean? So we can, we, we, we have such a market open in, in, when people say there is no money in Mexico, oh, I will show, I will show you. There is a lot of money. You just need to hang out with the right people and mm-hmm. say the right things and offer the right products, and then the money will come to you. Yeah, that's always so, true. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's how I started again in 2010 with my four kids in my in my home. They were all they were teenagers. You know, my my younger girl, she she was four, then seven. Then 13, then 14. So the 13 and 14, it, that was a pain because they were like, why do we have to move down to a place where there is no bed? You know, we had this home in Chandler, Arizona with pool, with an Audi, you know, with a Land Rover, you know, parking in the, you know, mom, what, what the heck is wrong with you? And, oh, well, um, I hope that my kids understand now. And I, I know they do. I know they do. Um, but back then, you know, having the four kids, starting a new business, uh, being back in your country. Now, because I left for four years, I didn't have credits. I didn't have a story, you know, nothing. So I, I really had to start from scratch. And so I, I just started doing all these businesses. The company started to grow. Um um, by 2015, I had 54 people working for me. And then in 2016, it came the big crash. Um, really? What we, happened? We partnered up with, uh, with two people and we had this company going on. And I don't know if I have told you this before, but I have a very strong connections with the creator, with God. And he speaks to me very loud. So I was doing um, hiking in, in Kilimanjaro in Africa. And being up there, he talks to me and he says, you don't belong to that company. You need to get out. That was in June 2015. So I, I remember going down down the hill, you know, going down in, the, in, in from the mountain and talk, calling my husband saying, uh, oh, because I got a third husband, by the way. <laughs> In 2012. So, so, so now, so now we're at 2012, and you're on number three, right? You haven't, yes, I have. you haven't caught up with me yet, because Julia, yeah. 
Julia is my fourth. Oh, no, no, no. But that, I'm, I'm committed to stay here with the third one. Okay. Uh, but as I always say, okay. I always say, you know, because my husband is 11 years younger than me. And so I always said to him, honey, if you one day decide that you want to go, because we, we don't have kids together, I can't have kids anymore. And I know that he's young. And I, you know, I always said to him, if one day you decide you want to go and have your own child, and you know, it, it's okay with me, you know, I will just because I this, this literally I jumped from one jumped from one husband to another to another. Yeah. So I always said to him, I will take, you know, like a, a free time, like for three or four years, just to go around the world and get to know men. Because I've been only with three men in my life and been married to him, to them. And it, that doesn't make sense, you know. So don't worry. You know, I'm very, you know what I mean? With the years, it's like, yeah. do with your life whatever you want, you know. Yeah, after a while, as I, as I was getting divorced from my third wife, who I was married to for 40 years, 40 años, wow. I, I realized that I was the reason why I was doing it. It had nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. And so I just changed what I was looking for. And that's when I found the wife of my dreams. And I've been married to her for, I think, eight years now. So Oh, I've been married to eight for eight years too. Okay, perfect. So we're on the same path. Yeah, we are. <laughs> But um, so anyway... In 2015, that happened. We walked out, out of the, that company. Um, we had a lot of money invested in that company. And what happened was that basically by November, December 2015, that company crashed. Um, by May 2016, we had lost $3.5 million. Ouch. <laughs> yes. But were you still living in Mexico City? Yes. Okay, so where did is that when you went to uh, Cancun? Yes, um, 2000, all 2016, we stayed in Mexico City just to figure out things and you know and and try to see all the legal part and everything that was going on. I was outside of the company already almost for a year um, because what God said to me, and but still we were involved in the, all the whole thing. So we stayed in Mexico City just to make sure that people know knew that we we had nothing to hide. You know what I mean? Just be there for everyone and for us too because we we had so much money you know invested and then finally in December 2016 my husband and me we decided we wanted uh, a more relaxed life more family oriented and that we wanted to reconsider what was success for us and yeah. so yeah so we, we moved down to Cancun we've been here for the last four years what what, what after let that, me interrupt you for a second so yeah. You were in this business that you had these partners and it eventually collapsed. Were you in the same business? Did you open up the same business when you went to Cancun or did you that start was, something new? That was a third business I had running. Okay. So my, my principal business, it was running. But when this collapsed, this collapsed too. It oh. was like a domino effect, you know, okay. it was like a domino effect. And so I had the 54 people working here. This company had at least 200 people working. And finally, I just kept six people from this okay. company. And I, I took that six people and we started back again from there. Um, and, and did, they move, did they move to Cancun with you? No, okay. they I, I've been I've been working with them uh, remotely since then and doing uh, home office since 2016. Okay. So now we have 18 people working with us. Okay. Uh, 
we still we're still not back in the income that we had before or for the company in my my personal income it is but for the company it, it, we haven't reached that place however because i cut it so much all the costs the revenue has duplicated so i'm happy Perfect. yeah so i'm happy yes exactly i'm maybe i'm not in the numbers that i had before as the the income and the money coming into the company but the revenue it has duplicated because you know i have only 18 people instead of 54 you know what i mean so a lot of things everybody works from their home i have no offices so um it's it's been and 2020 it was a blessing for us because i moved all my events from paying hotels and all that to online and we were able to have a lot, you know, very low, low cost. And then um, be, being able to, to have more clients from everywhere, from everywhere in, in Latin America. And by the way, in 2018, we were able to pay off and to recover from where we were from the loss of the $3.5 million. And that happened in June, 2018. So right. I don't know. Um, when what people don't you know? It sounds like you're doing well. It sounds <laughs> like every time that something falls apart, you come back better from it. Have you always been that way? You know what? I, I yes, yes. But I'm trying. I'm looking to change to change the formula because it's exactly what you said. What I figure out is that I have a, a limited program that says for me to go to the next level, I need to lose everything I have. Really? So yeah. So, yeah, because everything that repeats in your life, the same formula repeats, that's a program. That's a program. So so in the last time that I lose everything, somebody asked me, so why do you have to lose everything to go to the next level? And I was like, it 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 was so clear. It was like, man, it's true. So I've been working a lot with changing that and saying, you're saying to go to the next level, I, I can and I deserve to keep everything I have worked for. You know, I, just as a little sidebar, because I don't I don't know your personal answer to this question, I arrived at the same thing. And that is why I got connected to Brandon Dawson and Natalie Workman, because they're, they're teaching people how to scale their businesses. So just if you haven't done it, I strongly suggest that you get connected to those people because that's their whole thing. Yeah, I'm thinking to do it this year. I'm going to... Um, Elena's mastermind in two weeks. Okay. Because I haven't been at the corporate at all. I don't know them. I, you know, it's been, we went only to the, because that was something else. For From 2016 to 2010, to, from 2016 to 2020, I decided I didn't want to do anything related with money, with business, real estate, or anything. It was like, no hell, that burns my life. So I don't want to be there. So I moved totally to a very holistic and very, you know, I'm in Cancun, I became a hippie and, and life is good and I don't need the money till I need it, you know? And <laughs> till, till the moment I decided I wanted to, to be able to go back to travel all around the world. And it's like, um, I need money to travel all around the world, you know? Mm-hmm. So when we went to the conference in Las Vegas last year, we went because it was my husband's birthday. And I said, well, it's a good time to go to Las Vegas. We can hang out in that place. You know, 
maybe half a day just be there i don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna buy anything i'm not <laughs> jesus christ i ended up paying a licensee you know the story investing the money we invest for a license and since then I, it's been a process for me to go back to to business um to talk about money to talk about real estate but also to believe that what happened is not who I am it's just part of what I had to learn yep. to be to have more wisdom now to teach to my people so um I agree. that's where I am right now so I think one of the first conversations that we have which was probably in March or April I think you told mm-hmm. me you had 400,000 followers on social media in in Latin America is that true yes uh, Okay. Yeah, I do in um, Facebook and then in Instagram is like 42,000, something like that. And and I started TikTok. Holy cow. You know, so my 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 team is a very young team. So okay. they're like, you need to be in TikTok. You need to be in TikTok. And I'm like, I don't see myself dancing like crazy and showing parts of my body. And they were like, no, 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 no. You, you need to do this, this, this. So finally, I decided I joined uh, TikTok. And we have so far 25,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And we started like three mm-hmm. months ago. And I'm, I'm now very hooked up with TikTok because it's, it's a lot of feedback very, very, very uh, quickly. So I'm, I'm happy for that because I feel that I finally found a place where I can um, be very connected with the people that are um, doing something in, in TikTok. So yes, and I enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, you, at the core of you, you like to dance, you like the music, and you like to show off. That's many of the things that I like about you. Yes, yes. And it's always people, always, one of the questions that people always ask me is if I will go back to live in the United States or not. And I really don't care. It's not something that I have in my mind. And yeah. I have one of my girls, she lives in Los Angeles. And one of my boy, one of my boys, he used to live in in, um, in San Francisco. And I have my older that he lives, my older boy that he lives here in Cancun. He administrates my company. He he is the administrator of my three companies. And then I have a 15 years old girl that she's thinking that she wants to go to the United States to do college. I really don't care. My concern right now is to create a business that I can be anywhere in the world enjoying my kids. So maybe it's six months in Cancun and six months in Los Angeles, or I don't know, you know, that's, that's my main concern right now to build something that can give me that freedom to, to live the life that I want with my family. Cause you know, that for makes total sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So with what's going on in the United States right now, why would you come to the United States? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, but if you look at Mexico too, we're not singing a bad song, you know, we're pretty screwed up too. So let's go to Canada, maybe Toronto. <laughs> so I'm, I'm listening to your story and you, you, like marriages are, camp, are companies, success, failure. And what prepared you, what happened to you in your lo- young life that created that cycle? And what did you do to overcome it? Well, what happened is that when my parents split up, basically I was in charge of my two sisters. I'm the older one. So I have another girl, uh, another sister that she's, she's four years younger than me. And then another one that is 11 years old, younger than me. So when I was 11, my sister was zero, you know, she was months born and my mom 
slipped out and broke her two arms. And I, I was I was the one taking care of her during the nights, you know, doing the, the, the bottle and everything for her. So when my daughter listened to me, when my when my sister was between one and two years, she used to call me mom. And I, will, and I will cry because I was I was 12, 13 years old. And in the middle school, they will say, Anna has a daughter and nobody knows it. <laughs> I heard the girl saying, and I will cry. So I, I wanted to, yeah. And and in one hand, I love my sisters, you know, just like my daughters, you know, yeah. just like that. And and I had this responsibility to to taking care of them, to feed them, to cook for them, to do everything for them, but also be good in the school and have good grades and you know, have my own young life that I wasn't able to have. And I think that prepared me a lot. And then when I took the decision that I was not going to go to law school, because my parents, both of them, they, they, they were lawyers. And it, I don't know if, if this happens in the United States, but in Mexico, it was like, if you, you know, if you have two parents that are lawyers, like you, if you're not a lawyer, you're nothing in this life. It's the so, same. Okay. Anyone. Okay. Yeah. So I went to law school for the first year and I had best grades. And I took I took my, my my grades, went to see my mother and see and tell her I I am capable. I don't want to, so I'm just gonna leave. And I was I was almost 18 years old. And for her it was like, what? What do you mean you're gonna leave? I'm just gonna go to another city and start over. And she's like, you are 17 years. What do you mean you're gonna start over? Start over from what? From being in charge of people. I don't have to be in charge now. So very soon in my life. I had to take care of myself, take care of my money, take, you know, administrate my money, look for business, look for opportunities um, and, and do many things that perhaps like today I see my kids and, and I see and I think, man, you know, in, at her age, and I think the same happens to every parent. You know, at her age, I had two kids, and I was working, and I was waking up at the, and they are freaking sleeping at nine a.m. in the morning, doing nothing, and uh, and they have a stressful life. Jesus Christ, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I understand so, completely. So, but you know what? I have also taught my kids to, like my daughter in, in Los Angeles. She paid her own school. She worked through college. She worked to uh, junior high and she, she bought her own car. And I've been only there to support them and to teach them how to get what they want without giving them, even if I, I have the money. I always say to them, um, my money is not to make your life easy. It's to make assets that maybe when I die, I, when I leave, perhaps I will give it to you. If I don't sell it before to have a better life. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so they have to work. They have to work. Good lesson, mom. Good lesson. So <laughs> if you could go back to and tell yourself at 15, 16 years old, a message that would help you through that time from then until now, what would that message be? Well, you know, I've been, I've been a woman of faith since always. And, and I'm not meaning that I believe in the Virgin or the Jesus or no, just, I just believe. I just believe. Um, right now I'm not Christian. I'm not Catholic. I just believe. In 2019, I lost a boy. My kid was 17 years old. And maybe what I will say to Anna when she was 15, 
is that whenever she gets to have her kids, enjoy them more. I understand. That's it. I, I won't change anything. I didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> no, it's okay. And thank you. And thank you for asking me because um, sometimes we, we think that we have to go back and say, oh, don't make this mistake. I don't know. I won't change anything because for me, everything is perfect. And even through that pain, I have grown a lot and I respect my kid decision and I love him with all my heart and he's not separated from me. He lives in my heart every day. And, but I will say to Anna, you know, just, just enjoy more your kids. Just enjoy yeah. them more. because You never know when they're going to be gone. That's yeah. it. Okay. So if you could say one thing to every inhabitant of planet Earth, every person in every country, which is what? Todos, todos los gentes en el mundo? El mundo. Okay. What would it be? I will say to them to, oh, as, I, as I said before, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a woman of faith. Got it. And I think, and I think the first thing that I have faith for is for myself. Good. I have yeah. so much faith that I will do what I need to do and, and the powerful and, and, and just I just trust in myself because I had no choice but to trust in myself, taking care of my kids and taking care of the, my, my, my two sisters and, and going to a new city when I was 17 and, and doing my own stuff and, 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 and doing everything I have done. So I would say that in the, as you believe in yourself, you, be, you can believe in other people too. Because you can't give to anybody what you don't have for yourself. You know? So I will say, let your, let your light, your bigger you get out. Because it's like, ah, inside of you. And, uh, and it's just ready to be there, out there. Helping people, you know, believe that I always say I am the salt of this world. So everybody needs me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the light of this world. So I need to be out there because there's so many people in the shadow. So I can't, I can't let myself to be small because we need more light out there. And by the way, I am the light. So hello, you know, believe in yourself, believe in okay. yourself. Be a so, believer. Would you say, I'm going to make a statement. I think that I listened to you and all these things that you, you, you got into the sales game at a very young age. Is the reason that you could do it was because you had no choice or is there something else that made you so good at selling things? I think that being hungry makes you sell whatever you need. To. <laughs> good answer. It's the threat in the environment. I mean, I my business has totally evolved because of this pandemic. And, mm. you know, it, it it kind of got me reconnected to my business. I got less satisfied. I, I put more work into it, more effort. I've probably done 11, 1200 videos since this whole thing started, which up until that time, I, you know, I do a couple of months and thought I was doing well. Mm. And, and, and it's just, I have a whole different outlook on things. And even though in April and May and even into a little bit of June, our business was down 90%. By the time that we finished the year, we were up. 
and, you know, uh, just, you know, not giving up, not quitting, showing up every day, doing things that other people don't want to do is, you know, you know I, 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 I don't mean this is your time to speak. So shut me up. Otherwise, I'll talk too much. But I just you have been a special person in my heart from the very first time that we I think we met at uh on well, was it was were we on WhatsApp or? Yeah, on WhatsApp. Okay. Yeah, I asked you something, or or I, I asked something in in the group, and you were very kind to answer to me in private and explain to me, which I really appreciate. Well, and maybe unbeknownst to many people, and I should do it in all transparently, but I lived in Mexico for a while, and I loved it there. I don't understand why people want to come to the United States, especially what's going on right now. So, And, you know, it's the people that are coming across this border are being chased by something, or they're reaching for something, and you're living proof that it's not necessarily here. It's not, you know, you, you could do a lot of the same things by staying in your own country and, and doing it there. And I, I think you're absolute proof of it. Yeah, well, I I think, that, you know, as I said before, I think that everything is perfect. And I had to go to United States to, to get close to Robert Kiyosaki and all of his yeah. his uh, calls and to learn about financial education. And then when I moved to, down to Mexico, I got very close to John Maxwell, uh, which I, I traveled with him all around Latin America and then uh, Brian Tracy too, and now I now you know I, I became the licensee for for Grand Cardone, and I keep I keep saying that as long as you don't decide to make your garden beautiful, the patio of anyone else's will be better than yours. Yep. But you need yep. dedication, love, compassion to where do you live, and 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 to commit to be the change in your place. Wherever you were planted, give, you know, flourish there. Got it. Now, a lot of times I, when I see you on Zoom calls, you have the same exact background. <laughs> what yeah. does that, what, I, I've never seen the whole thing from Dr. Seuss. So can you, can you turn the camera over a little bit so I can read that? Yeah, sure. Over your, over your right shoulder. The more that you read, more things you will know, the more that you learn, the more places you'll go. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, this is my my small corner in my home, and um, that's that's where I work every day. And that's because I that's one of the things I decided that to, you know to don't have a, an office anymore, to don't be as outside of my home, so I can be here with my daughter, that which is the only one that uh, is now at home because she's 15, and. I love this small corner of myself. <laughs> I have so a lot of little different things I understand. here. So your daughters already have her quinceanera? You already did that? Oh, no quinceaneras in my life. Oh, really? I don't know. So I always, I always exchange that for trips or anything that they want to, to learn. If they want to go and study something, I will pay for it. But no quinceaneras, no... Uh, parties for 300 people that I don't know and they're okay. just going to come and eat and drink my money so okay. no <laughs> that's a great answer it just shows yeah. that this this old gringo even though I lived in Mexico never really understood what quinceañeras was so now I know a it's like presenting your daughter to society it's a party for 200 people that you don't know, and they're all going to eat and drink. I have a different yeah. name. I have a different name for that kind of, and that's chaos. But okay, now I know. And and you you won't believe how many people they sell their cars, 
they get a second lawn in their homes to do that that party because for many for many girls that's like the the, the biggest thing in their lives because they get presented and the society and I'm like what freaking society there is no society that it it deserves my money no <laughs> completely understand completely understand. is there anything I can do for you is there anything I can you can do for me um being honest Tom I think that you're being very supportive with me and somehow in some way in somehow I always You know, my, my father died when he was like 47. Okay. I didn't live with him since I was 11. And for some reason, I always find um, older men that they they always, um, I, I find them to have this energy like a father. Okay. So for me, when you, when, you know, when I made that question in the group and you, you were very kind to answer to me in private and, and give me all the information and uh, you've been uh, like a cheerleader for me, you know, just always telling me and supporting me when I did the launching of, of the, the, the Grand Cardone licensee in Mexico. Um, for me, just your energy and presence in my life, it's been a blessing, really. Um, I really. I really appreciate that. And I promise you that I will continue. I can't say forever because this body is going to get, it's going to decay on me and kick me out and force me to do something different. But uh, I, I assure you, I promise you that I will never stop supporting. You. Thank you very much. And I, I, I promise you, I will never give up on, on, on being my best and, and making you proud that you've been supporting me. Promise you. No problem. <laughs> so we've been at this for close to an hour. And, and unfortunately for today's question, that is the end of today's podcast. So I love your smiling face. I love your energy. And I get inspired by you every time I listen to you talk. Every time. You absolutely inspire me. And again, I I, I, I have already asked you this and I've already made it. But if there's anything I can do for you, you know how to reach me. Just call me and ask. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for the space. Thank you for, for your time. And thank you for letting share for letting me share my story. And I really hope that many people that are listening to you, Latinos or no Latinos, they 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 get to understand that having a clear vision of your life, it doesn't matter where you are, you can make a paradise, you know, out of it. So sometime in 2021, unless our government goes completely batshit, I want to come visit you in Cancun because Cancun is, is Julian, one of my, Julian, my, we've been there several times for some aircraft stuff. And I want to come down and visit you and spend a couple of days with you. Is that okay? With you? You're very welcome here. Okay. I <laughs> love the city. And now I have a, a friend who runs the city. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Adios, mija. Gracias, hijo. Bye-bye. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? I'm invested in your business and personal success, and I hope you found this episode of the podcast insightful. If you or your business is ready to grow, check out my website, 10 Excellence. This is the way that you do that. Number 10, then xlenz.com. Be sure to follow me and send questions on Facebook at Arrow and Marine Tax Professionals and on Twitter and YouTube at Thomas Alston. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on our next episode.